Welcome to the Let's Scare My Girlfriend to Death podcast. I'm your co-host, Josh. And I'm your co-host, the girlfriend, Cindy. Hey guys, welcome back to your favorite movie podcast where a veteran viewer and a virgin viewer of all things horror watch and discuss and I die a little inside. Welcome to Let's Scare My Girlfriend to Death. I feel, I'm Josh and I feel guilty that you die a little inside. <laughs> I'm Cindy and I'm the willing participant. We divide these up monthly. Uh, for this October, we're doing male witchcraft or, or, or warlocks of some sort. In fact, we watched The Warlock and Dead and Buried... And this week, what are we watching? So we're doing Curse of the Demon. Its original title was Night of the Demon, but for the that sounds like course of this, we're just going to call it Curse of the Demon to cut down on confusion. Uh, we watched that last. Yeah. Was it Halloween? No, Night of the Demons, plural, is what we watched last Halloween, where it's like the kids partying at the the morgue. Yeah, or whatever. Like the, the abandoned or whatever. Yeah, it is. that was an abandoned funeral yeah. home. Ugh. So this, this is I stand. This by movie's my definitely older. Of that. This movie was released March 30th, 1958 in America. Hey! My mom would have been... Count Momula. 14. Nice. Yeah. So maybe she saw this in the theater. I'm going to go out on a limb and just say that, well, I hate to break the bad news to you, Cindy. Uh Uh-oh. We're watching the long version of this movie. Okay. Um... It is one hour and 35 minutes. Yes, my favorite type of movie. That is the that is the lengthy version, I do believe. My favorite type. Yeah. Um, okay, so let's talk a little about 1958 before we dive into this movie. Okay. Do you remember 1958, Cindy? Nope. Like I said, my mom was 14. <laughs> I was negative a lot of years. I remember 1958. Okay, what do you remember about it? I remember that Gottfried... Kirk Christensen. <laughs> hey, you're reading. The, you're reading the off patent of paper for there. Lego bricks. I had to jot down my memories. Oh, gotcha, gotcha. So Lego bricks <laughs> got patented that year. Yes. Uh, the peace symbol debuted because that was the year that everyone was like, well, not everyone, because clearly it didn't work. What? But a large amount of people in this country were like, maybe we shouldn't just have a shitload of nuclear weapons, and other people shouldn't either. Oh, that's when the uh, whole movement began. Yeah, and they were like, let's have a peace sign. And okay. It didn't work. That was also the year that a B-47 accidentally dropped an atomic bomb on Mars Bluff, South Carolina. (laughs) That's a little Donnie Darko moment, but okay. The bomb was inactive and just hit like a house. Can you imagine? Yeah. Oh my God. It didn't prime, so when it hit, it just kind of, like the bomb in uh, Devil's Backbone. (laughs) It just did that. Yeah. Yeah, I got you. But it was an atomic bomb. Uh, That Yeah. Wow. Could you imagine... First off, you know how much money that was? How many people would have gone to the streets to be like, okay, our government's out of fucking control. Right. <laughs> they just dropped an atomic bomb in South Carolina. Holy hell. Uh, yeah. The army inducted Elvis. That's two Ooh. fucked up things the army did. So the army, the so that means he's about to meet his 16-year-old future wife. That's not creepy. There you go. Well, he's not uh, the killer. Okay. <laughs> he's not Jerry Lee Lewis. Oh, that's true. What was she like? 12 or 13? She was 13-year-old first cousin. There you go. Second cousin, sorry. Uh, Nikita Khrushchev became the premier of the USSR. Pizza Hut was founded. Yum. Old Pizza Hut was so much fun. But you used to sit down and they'd be like, do you want a pitcher of beer? Yeah. Yeah. Those red, classic red cups. Mm Mm-hmm. And like smoky ambiance. Loved it. Miss Pac-Man machine. Yeah. Yeah. Alaska became a state that year. NASA was created. Cool. Hello, my favorite government agency, probably. Nice. 
Definitely not the FBI or CIA. And okay. uh, the Jim Henson Company was founded under Muppets, Inc. Yay! It, it, it wasn't the Jim Henson Company yet, but it, it's what became the Jim Henson Company. So there you go. Yeah. Um, I'm not going to do any people that died because it's all just... They would all be people we wouldn't recognize or know. royals from other countries. Um, oh, and we all know how you feel about the royal royalty. family. I'm aware. Hereditary is not a mm. suitable trait for deciding mm. a leader. Uh, I'm going to talk about people that born that year. Because uh, the 80s was born in 1958. <laughs> okay. I'm just going to read you a list of names. This isn't even everyone that I found. This is just a list. And okay. these are the people that were born in 1958. Mm-hmm. Ellen. Ice-T. Uh, Holly Hunter. Alec Baldwin. Oh, wow. Prince, everybody. Kevin Bacon. Madonna. Tim Burton. You weren't lying. Michael Jackson. Joan Jett. Jamie Lee Curtis. You aren't kidding. That's a lot. Yeah. Damn, son. Everything from the late 70s and early 80s, if not through the 80s, is from those people I just mentioned. Fucking Michael Jackson. Yeah. Prince. Shit. Lord. Lord. That's a lot of people. Damn. Uh, <laughs> Damn, son. All right. Let's talk about... Let's talk about the movie, though. This movie and who directed it, because my heart. Be still my heart. Uh, this movie is directed by Jacques Turner. We've heard him before. You have. So he directed maybe one of the greatest film noir films um, called Out of the Past with Robert Mitchum. He also directed Cat People, I Walked with a Zombie, and The Leopard Man for Val Luton. And That's where we've heard him before. Yeah. This is kind of his only horror film outside of his work with Val Luton. And you could see... The Val Luton touch. And this is yeah. also kind of the movie this was, that... That was our season one November. Yeah. Yes. This is also the movie that people cite when they're like... You get people saying Val Luton was such a creative control person that Jacques Turner didn't have much to do. Right. And people are like, well, if you watched I Walk... Or not I Walk with Zombie. If you watch Curse of the Demon, clearly he does this himself very well. Gotcha. So it was an amalgamation of both men. Uh, so there you go. The screenplay was written by Charles Bennett... Okay. Who wrote The Man Who Knew Too Much, The 39 Steps, Sabotage, and Foreign Correspondent for Alfred Hitchcock prior to Hitchcock leaving England for America. Mm-hmm. And he went on to write Voyage to the Bottom of the Sea in 1961. Uh, and then the movie also has a credit to the producer, Hallie Chester, who... Let's talk about Howie Chester. Hallie... Howie? How? Or Howie? Okay. H-A-L, middle initial E. I thought you were saying Howie. Chester. So, to my best knowledge from what I've been able to pull up, he basically bought the screenplay and then made just enough changes to get his screenwriting credits. Just enough. Without changing anything fundamental. Like, seems like a real doucher <laughs> okay. from what I can find. Yeah. Um, All right. It's based on a short story called Casting the Runes by M.R. James. Casting the Runes. Yeah, M.R. James was an English author, a medievalist scholar, the vice chancellor of Cambridge... And is kind of, at least in a lot of people's minds, the definitive British writer of ghost stories. Okay. Like, he gets a lot of play at Christmas. Like, the BBC does M.R. James ghost stories. I love the fact that, as much as I am not a fan of a lot of British stuff, uh, the Brits do a thing where they're like, let's just do ghost stories for Christmas. And I'm like, I wish we would do that too. (laughs) Yeah. Like Christmas Carol. Yeah. Um, So M.R. James wrote a shitload of ghost stories. And he was one of the first people to be like, hey, why don't we set ghost stories now? <laughs> like, I mean, why does every ghost story have to take place in, like, 
1600. Well, that's like how we do right it now. now. And it, I mean, he had a lot of ghosts from the 1600s. That's terrifying. <laughs> but people don't like ghosts yeah, now. Now. So there you go. That's that's Curse of the Demon in a nutshell. I'm going to give you a smidge of uh, of trivia before okay. we go watch this bad boy. Well, I need to see that poster too. So beginning in the 1980s, Columbia replaced their edited 83 minute <laughs> US version okay. with the uncut 95 minute version um, whilst changing the title to Curse of the Demon. So okay. In England, they were like, this movie is a long-ass 95 minutes. Yeah, in America, they're like, cut it down. And like three months after it debuted in England, they brought it to America. They're like, okay, this is a trim 83. (laughs) And it was Night of the Demon in England and then Curse of the Demon here. But then they bumped it up back up to the 95 to the much longer director's cut of 95 minutes. (laughs) Damn. So That's how I want my movies, y'all. Yeah, I think it just want to let That's you know. How I like them best. The screenwriter Charles Bennett owned the rights to the original story by M.R. James, and he wrote the script kind of loosely based on it. And he sold the script to independent producer and former child actor Hal Chester. Okay. Shortly before going to America, Bennett regretted selling the script because he got to America and RKO, who it was Luton. It probably okay, would have yeah. been a, a little bit. Probably Luton would have probably still been there. They were like, right. "We want to make this. We want you to direct it." And he's like, "I don't own it anymore." Oh, damn, son. Yeah. That sucks. And then they went back and forth about it, uh, Hal Chester. And Charles Bennett said about Hal Chester during, in an interview, said, if Chester walked up my driveway right now, I would shoot him dead. Oh, my God. <laughs> okay, so we had, he's not fucking around. This is also one of uh, Martin Scorsese's stated most loved horror films. Oh. And I agree with him. This movie is fucking magical, and I love it. Okay. Uh I love that. It, I love how long it is because you know how I am. Yeah, it's. I like how we're watching the longer version. Ninety-five <laughs> minutes. Ninety-five minutes. Okay, so this is the part of the podcast where Josh shows me an original poster from the movie, and I try to tell you what it's going to be about. Ready? Go. That poster is fucking ridiculous. <laughs> it looks like it's the good old pulp, you know, pulp scary movie, bright colors, just as horror across the top. The most you... terrifying story the screen has ever told. It looks like. Um, so it's like it's supposed to be a demon you know, blaring fire and like holding a woman but it just kind of looks like a Muppet version of like a scary werewolf we're like oh that's scary yeah but it's still like a puppet look at it do you see what I mean oh yeah uh, this poster is ridiculous <laughs> I love the fact like you said it says horror in giant red letters at the top in case you saw this poster and you're like curse of the demon I wonder what genre of this movie yeah horror uh, is it a romance with a giant demon? Damn. That's his most terrifying story the screen has ever told? I don't know. I don't know. Okay, so they, I think it's going to be about... They, t- they tell you three times on that poster this is a horror movie, basically. <laughs> I feel like this is going to be a movie about uh, a couple move to a quiet town and accidentally unleash a demon on it. Okay. It's always the new guys who do it. So that's why I say they move to a new town. Always the new guys like accidentally like, oh, I accidentally unleashed a demon on the town. <laughs> it's a lot of Italian horror. <laughs> <laughs> See? The new people show up and then suddenly there's demons. That, well, that's what I think's happening in this one. All right. Okay. So where can we watch this? Um, this is streaming for free on the service Fandor, which I guess you can download to, as part of like a 
Amazon channel, like okay. a Prime channel. It's also, you can rent it on Prime. Um, <laughs> there's a British, I'm trying to remember the name of the company, um, Powerhouse or Picture House, I, I, I can't remember. They did this crazy Blu-ray special edition that came with like a book mm-hmm. and like four different cuts of this movie and i love this movie so much i pre-ordered it the day i <laughs> and then it, i had to wait six months like th- two or three years ago for it to finally like ship and make it through customs and get to me so that's what we're gonna watch all right um, so that's what we're watching because i fucking love this movie all right so uh join us won't you mind the doors it has been written since the beginning of time that evil supernatural creatures exist in a world of darkness. And it is also said, man can call forth these powers of darkness, the demons of hell. It is the night of the demon. Tonight is the night that Dana Andrews, as a daring scientist, defies the mysterious murderous devil cult in a desperate battle against the demons of hell. Oh, why did you drop the poker? Red hot. It isn't, you know. Oh, my boy, you're as pale as death. There was something in here. He has been chosen. I've been chosen for what? What do you mean? Today, I found all the pages of my desk calendar torn out after October the 22nd. I know why. He died on the 22nd. John, what's the matter? The same thing happened to my desk calendar after the 28th. The frightened girl. The master of witchcraft. You will die, as I said, at 10 o'clock on the 28th of this month. Your time allowed is just three days from now. Skeptical? Don't make up your mind till you see this masterpiece of macabre magic. Because, after all, evil supernatural creatures really do exist. Everybody, welcome back. We watched Night of the Demon, Curse of the Demon, Night Curse of the, the Devil, Demon. Curse of the Demon, and then I think there was another name that they said, or it was, it was the, on the listing. It was Night of the Demon, and then it became Curse of the Demon. Yeah. Uh, what did everybody think? Uh, I will say that the seventy-five-year-old had not seen it, and just a few minutes ago said that she didn't quite understand it, um, <laughs> but she liked it. <laughs> Little too many twists and turns. I guess. And that there was one twist. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I liked it. I think that the effects were really cool. Like, I get that, you know, <laughs> the screeching was actually probably like the wheels of the machine turning. and But I thought the effects were really, really cool. Well, let's... And I don't understand why if Dracula and Frankenstein... And the mummy and the, like, if all those monsters are okay, why isn't this monster okay? You know what I mean? 
Like that like that movie was good enough. It should be part of like the monster oh, gr- the grouping oh, yeah, of monsters. Well, the the reason it didn't was because those are all universal movies and those were and this is just like made a... in the height of the depression and everyone was like, Get us out of here to Bavarian monsters. This was in the fifties. Yeah. In England with an American lead who was past his prime. Because people viewed him as a drunk. Massive alcoholic. And spoiler alert. He was. He does not turn down a drink at all in at this all. movie. Every and they time, offer it to him a lot. Every time someone's like, oh, care for a drink? He's like, yes. Yeah. Uh, Pointed so that out to me and I kept watching it. Before we get into the movie and, and you describe the plot. Okay. I'm just going to go ahead and say this now. This little bit of trivia because you brought it up. So Jacques Turner never planned to show the monster, but to leave it instead to the audience's imagination. Now that's the director, not the yes. writer. Okay. However, the studio insisted that the monster be shown and added it in post-production, allegedly without Turner's consent, approval, or involvement. The scenes where we really see the demon were shot without me, all except one. He shot the scene in the woods where the cloud thing follows him. Now, okay. I think this movie would be as effective if it was just the cloud thing. Like, that's the effect I liked, was the kind of reverse fog. Not necessarily the animatronic Muppet devil-looking thing. No, like, the smoky devil thing, like, when you see just the smoke and whatnot, Mm -hmm. that's what Turner planned. Right, and And that's cool. That's what I liked. The scene where um, he comes through the woods, like, fleeing the house... And the big smoke ball follows him. That Turner shot that. That's why it looks so good mm-hmm. and it kind of fits. But like all the monster close-ups, okay, and so, that were yeah. superimposed, where it's just like a big monster. It looks like a dude yep. or like a puppet. Yes, uh, because some shots of the monster look great and some and do some not. don't. I think um, this movie would have been as effective with just the cloud. That's because they were like shoehorned in. You got to remember, yeah. this is the director no, of the Cat People, who wanted to do the Cat People thing of like. Why would we make a monster that right. would be less scary than it's whatever cooler. people's imagination right. is going to drop in there? It's cooler so. when you're like, wait, is she a cat person? Is that an animal? Yeah. Yeah. Agreed. So, that being said, Cindy, would you like to break down the plot? This is a movie about a man who can conjure... Um, about a male, a warlock, I guess, who has a devil kill all his enemies. Fiend. <laughs> is that is that it? Well, I mean, you, you left out the, the lead character. So the IMDb synopsis, which will fill in the other half, is American professor John Holden arrives in London for a parapsychology conference only to find himself investigating the mysterious actions of devil worshiper and great fucking name for a villain, Dr. Julian Carswell. Julian Carswell. I, and he looks like a Julian Carswell. He uh, very much looked and based all of his performance on Aleister Crowley. I can see that. Well, so I mean, because Aleister Crowley was the big devil worshipper of the time. That was the that was the thing. Yeah. So I don't know if he was con- if he he was not Aleister Crowley the character. He wasn't really a witch. He was a like a. Well, I guess he was. I like don't a, know. Like a warlock, like a demonologist. Like right. A, a demonologist is a better way to put uh, it. I think the thing that's interesting about the Julian Carswell character is mm-hmm. it's the 50s. <laughs> right. And in the 50s, you don't get a lot of gray area with your villains. Okay. Like in America, we're like, there's giant ants. You can't reason with them. <laughs> in, in Japan, it's like Godzilla just came out of the 
ocean and just murdered everyone. Right. You can't reason with him. Julian Carswell is a definitely the villain of the movie. Mm-hmm. But at no point is he like outwardly whirling his mustache and just being like, <laughs> oh, I'm such a bad guy. Like He just looked like he one. He tells both people. He tells the guy at the very beginning. You can stop right, this. Her uncle. And he tells Dana Andrews. He's like, hey, listen. I, I mean, her uncle is the guy who that is dies, that, dies that brings Holden in. And she, of course, is a love interest. Yeah, Peggy Cummins. Peggy Cummins. Sorry. Cummins. Yeah. Peggy Cummins cider. Um, but basically, he's just like, I want to be left alone. Yeah, and, just uh, leave me alone. You don't need to investigate whether what I do is real or if, not. If you guys don't want to leave us alone, then then you'll die. But if you just are willing to like... Well, they're not like to, they're not leaving him like, to debunk him. Yeah, like right. he even gives me the impression, every time I watch it, I get the impression that the character in the opening, the uncle character, mm-hmm. when he's like, I agree, it's real, please stop whatever this is. And he's like, sure, do you have that, they have those runes? And he's like, they burned up and he's like, ooh. My bad. <laughs> like, ooh. Um, well, yep, it's taken care of. Just go home now. Get away from me. Yep. So I think he would have, like, backtracked on it. I think he would have, like... But that kind of speaks to the hubris of that, you know, he doesn't know what he's doing. Yeah, and he also... Like, yes, but he's, he, can, he can do magic, but he doesn't I, understand what he's doing. No, I think he knows what he's doing. I think the thing is, because he even says it to his mother, he's like, hey, all of this that we got through, like, black magic... Yeah. Um, comes at a cost. Comes at a price. <laughs> and one day I'm going to have to pay that price, and I don't really want to, but... And she, she's like, you know, just stop doing it. Just And he's like, no. I, you can't dice, just stop. The die's already kind of cast. Like, this is the road I'm on. I got to go through it all the way. Right. Um, and I think that's what makes him the most interesting character in the movie. And I agree. <laughs> to me, this movie is interesting because the most... Im- interesting character is the bad guy and the least interesting character is the good guy. Oh, yeah, Holden's such a chode. Like, he's, yeah, he's nothing. If there's a theme to this movie... It's that the the bad guy's usually the good, like, the more interesting character. No, it's so... More fleshed out, too. Jacques Turner, as a human, (laughs) believed very much in ghosts and demons and witches, and he 100% It's that Aleister Crowley crowd, yeah. So... Or Crawley, I think is how they'd say it. Alistair Crawley. Basically, he created a lead character who stands in for America, where it's like science. Yeah, because he comes over. Like he goes right. to the. He's the American world. in Britain. He comes over, like shooting from the hip, and he's like, everything can be explained with science. And. Not everything. Turner's whole thing is no. <laughs> it's true. Like, if you look at the horror films he made. There are four in total. Cat people, this one, where the other two? I walked with a zombie. Okay. And Leopard Man. Okay. Only Leopard Man is one where it's like, nah, people are just kind of evil, and that guy like dressed up as a leopard, and it wasn't really... But the other three are supernatural. It's oh. a lady who turns into a cat, zombies that are real in the West Indies, and then this movie, yeah, where demons can be summoned to kill your enemies. <laughs> A very, yeah, a very Muppet-like and demon, but honestly, the ghost thing was scarier than the monster. Yeah. Honestly, the Holden character, Dana Andrews, exists solely to go through the motions of just being like, that can't be real. And then you're wrong. That also can't be real. Oh, you're wrong. Like, wrong. he just constantly, like, proven. Well, he's proven, yeah. You're wrong. 
Like, he swaggers into every situation and is like, no. Like, tells all these people, like the Indian gentleman. Yeah, what was he there for? He was like Other a, than to remind like a us medium? Remind us like of that. colonialism. Like, everyone everyone who was a woman or non-white yeah. was evil. Was walking around this movie going, oh, it's probably demons and we should probably do something about it. And, and then I, the lead who is life is in danger and they're trying to save is like, nah. No, it's, it's not. probably not. It's probably just a hypnotic suggestion or yeah. he had disappearing ankle on the cord. <laughs> like, fuck you, Dana Andrews. <laughs> like, Julian Carswell is the best part of this movie. This um, was a good movie. I will stand. I don't think, um, I don't think this is an Arkov movie. Do you? This has... There's action. Exploitation, but it's so early. Yeah. It's definitely before Sam Ziarkov was even around. uh, Yeah. Well, I mean, I I won't say that. He was definitely around in the 50s. But there's a different type of exploitation. Because the the way we think of exploitation films doesn't really open until the 60s. Mm -hmm. Like, when you start getting like, oh, we can just show boobs on the screen. Or we can just... Like, yeah, you can take advantage of this medium. <laughs> yeah, I just want you to stop and think about this for a second. Um, this movie is two years younger than Psycho. Oh, really? And Psycho feels like a modern horror. Yeah, film. I was going to say that that seems decades after this. It feels like an old ghost story. Yeah. That kind of shows a lot. Two years. <laughs> that is it. So this was 58? I think that's what we said, yeah. 58, and Psycho was 60. So yeah, it's like it's almost two years exactly, mm-hmm. I think, down to the month. So, okay, so we don't think it can be our cop. That makes sense. Is, is, there, is there any kind of trivia or anything like that that goes along with this? Other than <laughs> Jacques Turner was not happy about the, mo- the monkey, about the monster being there. Yeah, we did talk to, when we did Cod all the way back, when we did Cat People, so the scene that actually scared you, the little boys coming, the skeleton. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. The tree. Um, there was a one jump scare. And the, of course it got me. come around the tree screaming. That was a move that he, that was a move he created for cat people. Mm-hmm. It's called, I think they called it busing is what they called it mm-hmm. because it was a bus they used in cat people. Okay. Interesting. The, the just random, like a scare, but it's like a safe scare. So Val Luton and Jacques Turner figured out early. <laughs> it's weird that they kind of figured this out. It hadn't been figured out already. If we just lure the audience into like a sense of tension, like in Cat People, she's walking and the footsteps are following her, mm-hmm. right? And we're waiting on someone to jump out. Like, because the footsteps stop. Mm-hmm. And we're like, oh, someone's going to jump out. And suddenly the bus just pulls up and it's super loud. Right. You're like, oh, shit. The, the it misdirect. scares you, but it also misdirects. Right. So there you go. This movie gets name dropped in two films. Which ones? Of import. Um, so in The Burbs with Tom Hanks. Whose shirt you're wearing right yep, now. When, uh, that's why I wore it today. Yay. When they're in the basement... When Tom Hanks is in the basement with Art. Yeah, in the, the neighbor's neighbor, house. And he's trying to convince him that the, the next door neighbors are Satanists. <laughs> yeah. Right? Art shows Ray an old book called The Theory and Practice of Demonology. And then the author of the book is Julian Carswell. Okay. So That's they, nice. They That's a totally little... made that as a wink to this movie. Right. And the other movie this is mentioned in is 
it's in the mentioned in the opening credit song of Rocky Horror Picture Show. Yeah. Science fiction double feature. The line is Dana Andrews said prunes gave him the runes, but passing them used lots of skills. But um bump. Because the ending of this movie, which is You have to pass the runes off to Yeah, this is else. another movie where it's like it I think it's an okay movie that the ending saves and makes it an even better film. Yeah. Because the whole ending is he gives you a, a runes on a piece of paper and then the paper like as soon as you discover it it wants to dance away and destroy itself and then you're fucked but if you can give that paper yeah to someone then when the demon shows up it just gets the person who's got the runes. that doesn't give a shit yeah the paper that's what the guy in the insane asylum that was gonna testify right what he what he was trying to say i weirdly remember his name was rand hobart yeah it is a weird like, name that's a name that will stick with my head forever yeah. Uh, Sunny Jim from Twin Peaks. <laughs> yeah. Uh, the whole ending of the movie is he Spoilers. passes the runes off to Julian Carswell, and Julian Carswell is then mutilated on the train tracks. Right, by the... So. <laughs> right. So, what are we watching next week? Um, Hold on, I got... Oh, is there more? Yeah, I specifically found this because you asked this question when we watched the movie. Of oh, your okay. Mother. So, Peggy Cummins convertible sports car was is a sunbeam alpine mark one manufactured by the roots group in Wrighton and park royal london that's why mom had no idea 53 to 55 yeah british cars are weird yeah they have a three-wheeled car did you know that that's not surprising (laughs) british cars are weird england is fucking dumb the the british production became regarded as one of the best horror films of the 50s and the image of the demon from this film became an iconic image for 50s horror it stands up. It's kind of England's monster, kinda in a way. I mean, they tried to do other monster stuff. It, it, they never really got together. The only other movie I could think off the top of my head that's like a legit monster movie is um, Gorgo. Okay, which was like a Godzilla ripoff, ripoff basically, and not very great. But <laughs> they they went in a very Doctor Who Quatermass direction of like not known for their movies. aliens and yeah. The, the, the triffids and shit like that. So, and then lastly, there, like we said, there's two versions, and I kind of want to give people a rundown. So, Curse of the Demon is the American version. It's edited from the British version, Night of the Demon. And the scenes are actually sh- not only shortened, but shuffled into a different order. And then they, you know, they had to drop certain lines of dialogue and whatnot because it didn't make sense in the order that they shuffled it to. I don't know why. So, there you go. Okay. That's, yeah, I wonder what the, the reasoning for that was. What are we doing next week as we continue with our male witch warlock theme of October? Next week would be Halloween, right? Uh, yes. No. I mean, next week from the time this drops. Uh, yeah, it'll be Halloween it week. It will be, yes. So what should we do for Halloween week, dear? Well, when someone says, what's a male witch warlock movie that takes place during halloween that we should watch for the greatest goddamn holiday of the year i say to you what halloween three season of the witch there you go (laughs) i already know what i'm in for guys all right well until that day comes i'm fucking pumped and i'm josh (laughs) i'm cindy and i'm still his girlfriend